In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Pentecost means 50. The Feast of Pentecost was celebrated every year by the Jewish people 50 days after the Feast of Passover. Passover got its name when the angel of death passed through the land of Egypt during the final and greatest plague, killing the firstborn son in every home. But the Israelites were safe because God told them to mark the doors of their homes with the blood of a lamb. When the angel saw the blood on their doorposts, he passed over their homes and they didn't die. This was the first Passover. The next morning, God led his people out of slavery in Egypt to begin their journey to the promised land. Fifty days After this first Passover, the Lord gave Moses the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai. We all know the story. God freed his people from slavery, but he wasn't done. He wanted to live among them. He wanted them to lead holy lives as his dear children. In our Old Testament reading, we heard of the grandchildren of Noah who built a tower so they could climb up to God. Of course, it didn't work out. Human efforts can never bring us before God. So here at Mount Sinai, God descended to his people, giving them his holy law from heaven through the hands of Moses. The people couldn't climb up the mountain. Only Moses, who acted as the mediator between God and his people, could. He went up into the presence of God amidst the thunder and fire and smoke and brought back the Ten Commandments. This was the first Pentecost. These two events, Passover and Pentecost, defined the nation of Israel and their relationship to God. When Israelite children asked their father, Who is the Lord? The father was instructed by God to answer, He is the God who delivered us from Pharaoh. And the first and greatest commandment begins with these words, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. No other people on earth had been given the law of God in written form. Thus, Passover and Pentecost, the greatest events of the Old Testament, set the nation of Israel apart from all other nations, forming their identity as the chosen people of God. As great as these events were, the Jewish people had no idea that the Passover and Pentecost they celebrated were actually not the real deal. These were types and shadows of the greater events to come. The exodus from Egypt was, so to speak, the dress rehearsal for the true exodus. If you think of the holidays that we observe, every one of them commemorates a past event. The signing of the Declaration of Independence the end of World War I, the tragedy of September 11th. Who among the Israelites could have known that the feasts they had celebrated for thousands of years were actually to mark 
a future event. Only God can institute that kind of holiday. But if you think about it, there were signs all along through the Old Testament that the exodus from Egypt and the giving of the Ten Commandments were not the true Passover and the true Pentecost. Yes, God delivered his people from their enemy, the wicked king of Egypt. But did they live happily ever after? Not even close. Why? Because long after Pharaoh was dead and buried, the ancient true enemy of God's people was still roaming the earth. God rescued the Israelites from physical slavery to an earthly king. But since the fall, we have all been born into a slavery far worse. That is, slavery to sin and death. Even after being delivered from bondage in Egypt, the people of God were still suffering under a spiritual bondage that was much worse than forced manual labor. Yes, the angel of death had passed over their homes on that dark night, but guess what? That was only a temporary reprieve. Every one of those who was spared that night later died. The blood of a lamb couldn't actually prevent death. It could only postpone it. It's said that in later years when the Jewish people celebrated Passover in Jerusalem, slaughtering a lamb for every house, there was so much blood that the Kidron Brook at the base of the Mount of Olives ran red. And they did this every year. But all the blood of all the lambs in the world cannot keep the angel of death at bay forever. The true Passover lamb was yet to come. Passover was always about much more than Egypt and fluffy little lambs. It was always about Jesus the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. His blood, shed once for all time, is the only solution for sin, death, and the devil. So also the very first Pentecost, the giving of the Ten Commandments, was never meant to be the final act. Yes, God wanted to live among his people, in order for a holy, sinless God to live among us, we must also be holy. That's why God gave his law, saying, Do this and live. You shall be holy even as I am holy. Well, what's the problem with that? God says, Keep my commandments and you will live. It sounds good on paper or on stone, and the Israelites were quick to promise, we will do all that the Lord our God has commanded. But what happened? They found out, just as you and I do, that they were unable to do what they had promised. St. Paul writes, the good that I want to do, I don't do. And the evil things that I don't want to do, I find myself doing. Any Christian who is being honest will admit the same thing. 
The law of God is supposed to show us how to be holy, but it seems that it has the opposite effect. It's not that there's a problem with God's law. There isn't. It's perfect, but we aren't. So instead of showing the Israelites how they ought to live, it generally showed them how much they failed. Can you imagine celebrating this holiday for several thousand years? Children, on this great day, God gave us his holy law, which no one has ever kept perfectly and stands as a constant reminder of our sinfulness. Woohoo! Let's celebrate! With this in mind, it's clear that the day of Pentecost had to be about more than the day that God gave us the law that no one has ever kept. And it was. Fifty days after the crucifixion, after the true Passover lamb was slain, finally the true day of Pentecost arrived. Jesus had said, The Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. Well, thank God for that. We need a Helper. Because if it were up to us to get right with God and enter heaven, we'd need a lot more than a tall tower. Not even the Ten Commandments can help us. They only show us how far we are off the mark. Thank God for the day of Pentecost in which the Helper is sent down from heaven to us. And how does the Holy Spirit help us? Does he enable us to keep the law perfectly so that like Noah's grandchildren, we can climb our way up to heaven? No, the Holy Spirit helps us by teaching us about Jesus, the only spotless lamb, the only one who can and has perfectly kept the law of God. On the day of Pentecost, just like at Mount Sinai, once again there was fire and smoke and a great noise as God, the Holy Spirit, descended from heaven to be with his people. But on this day, the message the people received was not law. It was the gospel. The law says, do this and you will live. There's always a condition. But the gospel says, Christ has already done it for you, so you shall live. When the Holy Spirit descends, he teaches us the words of Jesus. And what words are these? Peace I leave with you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. The Holy Spirit teaches. He teaches peace. He teaches the peace of Jesus. This isn't the peace of the law. The peace of the law depends on you. 
It depends on your obedience. You must obey the law to find the peace with God that the law promises. You must climb up to God. You must love him with your whole heart and love your neighbor as yourself. But you don't. No one who depends on the law, on human efforts to ascend to God, will ever find true peace. The peace that the Holy Spirit teaches us of, the peace of Jesus, is not the peace of the law. His peace rests completely in what he has already done. True Passover is about his sacrifice, his blood, his death. Our enemy Satan lies crushed beneath the feet of our Savior. His victory stands once and for all. And on the true day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit descends to live among the church of God, teaching us to trust in Jesus, bringing his words to our remembrance, pointing us to the Passover lamb who bore the sins of the world. In the name of Jesus, amen.